1: Did you know Saks Off Fifth has teamed up with the Fluid Project in celebration of pride? When you shop the exclusive gender-neutral capsule collection at Saks Off Fifth, 100% of the net proceeds up to $100,000 from sales will be donated to the Fluid Foundation. So help make a difference this month with Saks Off Fifth, where fashion takes off. This week on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast, we dive into did Kim Kardashian really rip that dress? We talk about Meghan Markle's bullying accusations from the palace and why we may or may never see that report. We dive into Todd and Julie Christie finally responding to their conviction and see if they're into facing 30 years in jail. And our LGBTQ plus story of the week involves Jennifer Lopez referring to her child as they, them, their pronouns. Hey guys, it's Travis Cronin, Entertainment Director at Us Weekly Magazine, and you are watching Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, the show where we dive all the way deep into the celebrity gossip, stories of the week that you need to go about it, so you sound cool and informed at parties. Well, I couldn't do this myself because there's a lot of celebrities in the world, but we have two celebrities in their own right with us today. Mastermind of hair and face, Gwen Flamberg.
2: Well, how's it doing today? How is it doing today, Travis? Thank you so much.
1: It's taut and firm, as always, Gwen. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs> and if you need to know
1: anything about a bachelor or a bachelorette, doesn't matter if it's 20 years ago or 20 seconds ago, you better call up... Formerly baby girl, now baby woman, Sarah Heron <laughs>
0: Thank you, Trav. We have some big bachelorette news. I can't wait to
1: share it with you. I can't wait to learn who these people are for the first time <laughs> and hear about it. But let's, before we get into all of that, let's start with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made our host just go, whoa, a la Jury Lawrence in the 90s, if you're of that age, and just made us, you know, go aghast.
2: Gwen Flamberg, what made you go aghast
1: this week and say, whoa?
2: Gosh, it's just, you know, taking the term panty dropper to a whole new level. I don't know if you guys follow Travis Barker. Of course. It's required. Exactly. That's, you know, next to MGK. He's like your number two most followed. Of course. yeah. So So Such a punk princess. Yeah, you look it. You really do. You do. Uh, Travis Barker posted a photo of what must have been Kourtney Kardashian's panties, white lace panties that had a little baby blue Travis in script on the back. Thank God it looked like the back of them, butt because, you know, if it was like the front of the panty, yeah. I don't even think I could talk about it. It wouldn't even be like made me go, whoa, you would have to, you know, as you often do, Trav, like throw the smelling salts on me, the fans, like get me up from off the floor. So anyway, you know, it, it's like Courtney is continuing on this like. She has just morphed into being a punk princess because she like morphs into mm. the personality of whoever she's dating. We've talked about this Adam infinitum. I just can't stand women like that uh, because I am the opposite. But um, you know, also it was sort of like, was that, that was like a Father's Day gift. Like it was in this slideshow that Travis posted of all of these like Father's Day moments. And I yeah. was kind of like, those are white lace panties with baby blue script. That was a wedding gift from somebody. That was like the baby blue that she <laughs> yeah. was maybe probably wearing under um, her something bottle. We probably yeah, would have seen that. Well, I also <laughs> think that she probably was not wearing any underwear. Oh. Just to go with that vibe, um, mm-hmm. yeah. of their vibe. But I don't know, guys. This is Barker, know. man. She can't be tamed. I mean, these two, it's like... I hope they never break up. I really hope that Kim and Pete never break up because they're just like the couple that keep on giving in terms of the content. I don't know if we're going to talk about those bikini pictures, but oh my God, never thought that Pete Davidson was hot. And now I do. (laughs) Anyway, if you guys haven't, <laughs> that's seen, a well of the week. Gwen thinks that Pete Davidson is hot now. That's our well now. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now both of you just you both that just made both of you go. Yes, Whoa. it did. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the panties, you know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com/slash/stylish and check out the story.
1: Stylish is a regular term with those panties. I wouldn't know if I would call them that. (laughs) But yes, it is on slash stylish. Sarah Huron,
0: what made you go whoa this week? Well, as the Bachelorette expert, I would be remiss if I did (laughs) not bring up the fact that we had two major splits in Bachelor Nation this week, you guys. First, it was our most recent Bachelorette, Michelle Young, who everybody loves. She was the teacher from Minnesota, and she ended up with Nate, who's like a little bit of a bad boy, but was he edited to be a bad boy or was he a really bad boy? Mm. And people weren't necessarily rooting for them until the finale, and Everyone, including myself, was all in. I was like, all right, I got a couple I can support after interviewing them. They just seemed really, like, in tune with each other. They were tuning out the noise that she should have picked the other guy. They were planning to move to Minnesota. ABC gifted them a down payment for thousands, uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars to buy a home. They were trying to ensure that this couple worked.
2: How do you get this gift from ABC? Wow. They handed them the check at the finale. and You, you know have what? to Bear your soul and, and I go through a whole competition in reality. And it left. didn't even work because yes. they have called it
0: quits. <laughs> six months after the finale aired, so that was in Ugh. December. It, they are now over. They released statements about how much they love each other, but it just, you know, when you embark on this journey and you think you find your soulmate, sometimes you realize it just isn't what you think it, We've it is. We've heard that before. A classic tale as old as time. Yeah. Um, Indeed. Statement. So they are done, though, which is upsetting, but um, less surprising is Katie Thurston, our bachelorette before Michelle. Mm-hmm. So these are two of our 2021 bachelorettes as we gear up for our new ladies in a few weeks. Katie Thurston was the one who ended up with Blake Moynes they lasted about three months after the finale. Mm-hmm. And then she started dating someone she sent home week two. His name is John Hershey. They started dating because they were friends while the show was airing after she sent him home Cute. on just week two of the show. And they moved in together. They were all in. that They're the one for me, whatever, whatever. Um, they are also no more. Katie Thurston simply wrote on Instagram, statement, we are not together anymore.
2: I I like it. And I kind I like of it. I
0: kind of respect Katie going with that we're not together anymore versus I just read Michelle and Nate's lengthy soulmate, whatever, whatever. You know what? We're not together anymore. John then confirmed it because some people were like, is this a joke? Is Katie trolling? Because right. um, she just did a social media cleanse for, for a month, which is should have been the sign that, you know, there was trouble in paradise. Exactly. Um, but but yes. also,
2: you know, like real humans... So the three month mark yeah. is like where you sort of decide like are we actually gonna do right, this? Like it's right. like to break up after three months, it's sort of like
0: Yeah, you know. It's really It's just these two especially because she went through that whole thing where she assigned her exes from The Bachelorette a Taylor Swift song on her 12 Days of Messy. This was last fall and kind of like dissed them all. And then the last day of Messy, the 12th day, was Begin Again with John. So it was like this whole jo- journey was worth it because I got to begin again uh-huh. even though I'm getting all this backlash because like I'm dating someone I sent home week two and broke up an engagement with someone else. Um, so yeah, not, you know, probably a tough time for Katie. But hopefully Katie and Michelle will maybe turn to each other and support each other through these difficult times because... As we gear up for a new season of The Bachelorette, it's right in time for our most recent two to break up, and the new season starts in July, so.
1: Will they have to give back that money for the house?
0: That's what I'm trying to find out. We know (sighs) Michelle's going to have to give back the ring because she only made it six months and you need the ring. You need to make it two years or down the aisle to be able to keep your Neil Lane sparkler. Okay. So we know the ring's going to have to go back to that graveyard that ABC has of Neil Lane diamonds, Mm -hmm. but um,
2: does Neil... Lane, like, resell those diamonds? He really should.
1: He probably should. You just reset them. Who can
2: tell? They probably are on, like, <laughs> in a couple seasons. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because they are sort of usually kinds Of classic, right? Rings. And things they're solitaires, oh, yes.
1: they're all solitaires, maybe yeah. an oval every year. Every yeah, year. yeah, so
2: tough time for Bachelor Nation.
1: <laughs> Rough, so sorry for that graveyard of relationships that they are leaving in their wake. Yeah. And I don't know why I feel for Michelle, I don't even really know her, but the school teacher in Minnesota, I feel likeable. for her.
0: She was really likable, and I think her and Nate like kind of you wanted them to beat the odds because he got that edit. It's kind of like Jordan Rogers and Jojo Fletcher, people thought he was like kind of right. not in it for the right reasons. So them beating the odds, like that was, I thought, oh, maybe he got the Jordan edit, like he is a Person And maybe he did, maybe they just didn't work out. I don't know, but they are no longer. Um,
1: Kim Kardashian and the dress, the Marilyn Monroe dress, who Bob Mackie, I thought he was the main designer, but apparently just an assistant designer at the time. He was probably very young. But we all saw the photos of this gorgeous dress, a time, a museum piece pretty much. It's even unfair to call it a dress at this point. It's like an artifact relic. (laughs) There was pictures of rhinestones missing, of the seam busted in the back, and Kim Kardashian has been doing a big round of press for her new high-end skincare line, and she said that it was not her that did it. Now, this wear and tear seems to come. Ripley's also released a statement saying that it wasn't her, and it was sort of the in-transit, possibly on a hanger, or it had been there before. It's like a little muddled.
2: Kim said she wore it for four minutes.
1: Yes. I believe that. But it
2: wasn't the wearing it. It was the getting her into it, which is what I believe yeah. damaged the dress.
1: I, I agree. But it could have been the transportation, but that's still sort of on her. It's a confusing time. But Kim has also said that she, well, she, we knew she lost 15 pounds to fit mm-hmm. into that. She's now down 21 pounds because she sort of got on that healthy eating train and she's got a hot new boyfriend, Pete Davidson, who's also wildly skinny. That usually does help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you see someone, you're dating someone real thin. She has lost 21 pounds and she's looking really, really, really good.
2: She looks incredible in her bikini photos away with Pete, but let's also, again, say that, like, those proportions are not (laughs) man-made. No, no. I
1: mean,
2: they are man-made. Yeah, they are are man-made. They're, like, not... it is not natural to look like that unless you are a Barbie doll.
1: Yeah, it's really sort of impossible for the body to put that much fat in the boobs and the butt and have no waist. It's just not how nature works usually. (laughs) Usually. Uh, But you know, things are different in the Kardashian clan because they (laughs) can purchase anything they want. And you know, Kim's made a really, lots of billions of dollars off of that Unreal body. So I've really got to support that. Right. Twenty one
0: pounds. It's kind of surprising just because in the most recent episodes of the Hulu show, you see Kim talk, she does her sports illustrated cover shoot mm-hmm. and she talks about how whenever she finishes a big shoot, she likes splurges, like she goes to In N Out, or like in the most recent ones, Pete keeps sending her dibs, like Aww. the ice cream. Right. Um, so that's like her hidden thing that she loves. So you'd think that maybe post Marilyn dress that would be her time to celebrate, but instead she's just sticking with whatever this crazy diet is and is now down a total of twenty one pounds from I'm sure a ridiculous starting weight to begin with. Yeah.
1: Wow, wow. She's looking great. It is her job. She's doing it well. She looks fantastic. Shorter hair. Shorter hair. Shorter hair. I mean, She's looks beautiful. I'm happy yes. for her. And I'm glad that she didn't maybe break the dress. I guess we're gonna have to find out we more we about need an that.
0: Investigation, a true crime documentary on who broke the dress.
1: We will get our CSI kits out and get back to you next week. But now let us bust down some of the news. Now let us start with our sacks off fifth and the Fluid Project LGBTQ story of the week. Now, this one, drum roll, gay drum roll. Ooh, lit This one goes to Jennifer Jennifer Lopez. Now, Jennifer Lopez was doing a concert at Dodgers Stadium, which apparently is in California because that's where the Dodgers play, so I'm told. But she, uh, j introduced her child, Emmy, and she said, the last time that I have worked with this du- duet partner, they were with me at the Super Bowl halftime show, and she goes on to talk about how her child, Emmy, is. She says, they are booked, they are busy, they are expensive, and she refers to her child emmy about five or six times with they them pronouns it's clearly you know you can say they throw it around where they did this but she it was clearly uh you know she was trying to say they them their pronouns all the time that she was talking about her child emmy so it seems like you know something's happening i don't think it was a mistake Kids growing up can change their minds. They cannot. Um, but I thought it was an interesting turn to see, you know, a celebrity child having they-them pronouns. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this now that the culture is, in some places, a little bit nicer to people who want to have a little bit different of a gender identity.
2: I think that Emmy is already super talented, has yeah. a true sense of voice. An incredible yeah. voice, an incredible dancer. You know, I'm Better still than her thinking mom. Better than their mom. Oh, <laughs> I don't miss oh. yes, Lo. oh. I love J.Lo's voice. Too. I do think she is, you know, more than anything, J.Lo is one of the hardest working people I've ever seen perform. Absolutely,
1: great performer. Yeah. Did you watch yeah. The Doc? Great performing, not yet.
2: Oh,
0: The Doc was really good on Netflix, halftime. Okay, And a lot of it is seeing J.Lo balancing being a mom Mm -hmm. and because Emmy was involved in the Super Bowl halftime show you see some of that and interesting how they managed to totally cut around A-Rod you see him in the background for like one second (laughs) and then you have Ben Affleck like do like a voiceover that was so unnecessary like a quick interview um, just to kind of prove Uh, but it was really interesting and I think the biggest takeaway was that J-Lo is maybe one of the hardest working people out there has an amazing team around her but even like seeing her on the phone with Shakira planning some of that stuff in the NFL and it was just really an interesting uh, look into J-Lo's life I thought
1: JLo has lived her life well. Yeah, she is hands amazing.
2: on. She takes control, you know?
1: She does. She does. And we will have to see if, you know, Emmy speaks out because it's really, I'm sure Jennifer doesn't think it's her place right. to talk about her child's gender expression. But it was very clear if you watch the video, there was a lot of TikTok videos that it's very clear that JLo is trying to refer to, you know, her child with they, them, their pronouns. So I awesome. think we got a new little non binary iconic celebrity offspring, and I like that. Did you know Saks Off 5th has teamed up with the Fluid Project in celebration of pride? When you shop the exclusive gender-neutral capsule collection that reinvents the rainbow and celebrates the freedom of universal love at Saks Off 5th, 100% of the net proceeds up to $100,000 from the sales will be donated to the Fluid Foundation. The foundation helps the most vulnerable and marginalized members of the LGBTQ plus community. So we invite you to celebrate pride and help make a difference with Saks Off off 5th, where fashion takes off. Well, since we talked about that LGBTQ plus story, I think it's time that I tell you guys something. Yes. I think I'm gonna take this time to come out as a Britney fan. No, because obviously <laughs> when I open my mouth, you can tell that I am gay as the day is long. But that isn't that way for everybody. And I caught up with a lot of the queens from RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars All-Winter Season. Amazing season, by the way. To talk about their experiences with coming out. Let's take a look. When you came out, who do you remember being the nicest to you first? When you look at that, who was so embracing of you when you came out? When I came out, the person that I told first was my best friend, Kamika. At that point, I was uh, 22 years old, and she um, we've been best friends since fifth grade. So when I told her, she was like, Kevin, I knew. And I was like, how you knew? She And she recalled this one time that this guy, I, I gave him a little extra eye, and she saw, she saw we saw each other, and she picked up in that moment, and she was just... So loving and so warm. So Kamika, shout out to you. What this is? How many years? Twenty-five years of being friends. Love you, girl. When I first came out, I met um, this girl. She's a trans woman uh, before she transitioned. We I worked with her mom at a restaurant. She introduced me to her daughter, who was not transitioned yet, and she wanted us to date. And then this is when we were sixteen. And then we were like, "Oh, girl, we are women." So we were like, "No, we're not gonna date." And so this woman, her name is Madison Alexis. She's my sister. We have been friends for over twenty years, twenty-two years to be exact. Literally, my sister. Yeah. A, a fantastic support system all around. My family's like basically been there since day day one. But I have to say, it was like my best friend, like Tina. She. She she helped me like discover and break down a lot of the barriers I have and now like they're they're just like one of the fiercest most chaotic crazy people I know and that's still inspirational to me this day. That's high praise coming from you. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm I'm the drag persona of what they actually are. <laughs> nice. Well, that was lovely. I love Trinity the Talk. She is just so genuine and amazing and it was really interesting to see all these queens who are really at the top of their gay careers and go back to them when they were teenagers figuring things out. It's really, you know, a good It Gets Better program when you see these men's and wigses just doing their thing and getting their coins. Good for them. Well, speaking of wigs and coins, no, not really, but we're going to talk about Meghan Markle. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Meghan Markle and bullying because they're has been a lot of back and forth between the palace, the firm, and Meghan saying, you bullied me, no you bullied me. There is, over the last two years since they left Royal Life there's been a lot of accusations getting thrown around but there is a new report from the UK Times London that says it might have been Meghan who was doing some of the bullying. Now, two days before the Tell L CBS interview, the UK Times released a report saying that they were looking into Meghan Markle bullying her staff. Seemed like sort of a uh, um, <laughs> lashing out
0: at right, her. because it was, right, two days before the interview. Two days
1: before the It was a little bit sketchy timing before the interview, so we were like, eh, are they just hurling a stone to try to soften the blow that they're going to get from this tell-all interview? But now we are hearing that uh, sources tell the Times uh, UK, the Sunday Times UK, that Queen Elizabeth does not want these findings released. Now, sources are telling them that this is because they don't want any more bad blood between the Sus- Sussexes and all the families that are Still in the royals. Now, I think this was sort of even a little bit more shady that the firm to do, saying, We completed the investigation and because we don't want to hurt anyone, we're not going to release anything.
2: You I know? I just think it's not cool because the British taxpayers are who pay the salaries of the royal family. And so if this was an investigation yeah. into what went on in the firm, I think they, you know, the public deserves to get a full explanation.
1: Fair enough, freedom of information. They did pay for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: exactly, yeah.
0: Oh God, I mean, I can't believe it's been only two years. So you said two it's years true. since. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it's been so long since this has been this turmoil between William and Harry and Meghan and the family, and oh my God. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I think it, it's classic the royal family to say that they're doing something to protect someone, and then it usually drags more attention <laughs> to it. Kind of like yes. when it was like, oh, they're not gonna sit next to each other. At this, right the most recent jubilee stuff Adam, because yeah. we're trying to avoid the speculation and it's like oh really because if you just sat them next to each other like i don't know i just feel like it that you can't win i guess anyone in this side can't no. win True. but the classic like we're not doing. We're not doing this to protect someone. It says its own thing. So I don't know. I feel like sure. let it speak for itself. If whatever's in this report, I don't know.
1: Agreed, because it's like tell me Meghan Markle was bullying her staff without telling me Meghan right. Markle was bullying like, her like, staff. That doesn't
0: make me think that she's innocent. It right. sure. It does and They don't want us the office. So I don't know
1: they do not but there is more stuff going on in the royal family y'all well happy 40th birthday Prince William oh. hey you've looked 40 <laughs> since you were 20 but I'm glad you're actually 40. <laughs> you know no shade he really has he's looked distinguished distinguished I'm not he saying is he looks bad King
2: of England yes he
1: looks distinguished boy
2: can't look like he's you know gonna be playing <laughs> footy on the field like he's always had to dress up he's always had to be serious
1: yeah. It was the hairline. But we are really, I'm really happy for him. No shade to William. You're a very attractive man. Um, And I'm glad that he's celebrating his 40th birthday. We hear from sources that he and Kate Middleton are going to do a small party at their new Windsor estate that they are moving into, going away from royal life. But we have sources telling us that he and Harry are still not speaking. There is still a huge feud going on with them. And they really have gotten nowhere. A source tells us that William and Harry's feud has gone on for too long and that there were too many factors that drove a wedge in between them. The tell-all interview, them leaving early for the Platinum Jubilee. You know, there was the just... The book
0: that's coming. The
1: book that is coming out. Oh. So no one can be forgiven. We are here from sources that none of these brothers wants to apologize. They feel that the other brother needs to apologize, and they're just going nowhere in their relationship.
0: Yeah, I think until this book comes out that Harry has supposedly reportedly been writing and we don't really know what's going to be in it, until the book comes out, I can't imagine there's going to be any resolution because there's fear on the royal side of what's in the book. And then I'm sure on Harry's side, it's like, do I keep my, what is my truth? Like, I just feel like then he's, you know, is he going to? Censor himself? Does he need to? Where's Megan's role in all of this? I mean, right. the Netflix show. There's so many layers, and as the hits keep coming, I—if I, they made amends, then what? The book's going to come out next month, and then it's going to be another thing. Right. So I can't imagine there's even attempts for resolution until this book is out. And is when is I don't know when this book is coming.
1: That's a really good point. It's like you want to have resolution, but if he's writing this book, right. they're going to be mad at each yeah. other all over again. Right. Yeah.
0: Even if Harry, do, I don't know what his intentions are with this book. I don't know what the contents of the book are. It's and not going to be good, right? And even if we want to. <laughs> (laughs) believe that Harry is not doing this to hurt anyone. There's no way there are things in this book that aren't going to hurt the family and the firm and these people who are still actively working to protect the family and the firm, and they're on different sides of that. It just is what it is. And
2: reopen those wounds. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and Harry feels that the firm and the family hurt his family. William feels that Harry hurt his family. So they're really (laughs) a soulmate. We did hear from a source that Kate Middleton is trying to play peacemaker between the brothers, but I guess her darndest is not working because Mm. Their rift is still yeah. alive. And we would have well. seen them,
0: as I said last week. We would have seen them in at least one frame, one shot at this Platinum Jubilee weekend. Right. If there was any tension thawed, but the yeah. fact that we didn't see them within feet of each other in public means that there's there's much not. They would have definitely mm-hmm. had the photo opt.
1: Well, I hope because, like, their only job is to be aspirational, right? And I hope that after this is that they can mend a family rift, because I think that would be so important for families all over the world to see that even if these, you know, there's a lot of love lost between these brothers of very quantifiable, horrible things that they've you know, all let yeah. happen to each other that if they could heal this, I think it would really help the world. Are you saying
0: that where there's world peace is possible, if William and Harry I'm that?
1: I'm yeah. saying that two brothers might be able to dust off their problems if they see Harry and William do it. Okay. And you know that's what they're good at is putting on a show in front of the peoples yeah. Yeah, so I hope they heal because world peace. Well, let's get into some good old-fashioned American greed, shall we? Starring Todd and Julie Chrisley. As we mentioned before on the show, if you missed it, these two were doing all sorts of messed up stuff. Uh, An intern that Todd allegedly had an affair with came forward and helped the government seal the deal and convict these two. Now, Todd and Julie Chrisley were convicted a couple weeks ago of wire, bank fraud, she has a whole nother tax, evasion. tax evasion, bank fraud, classics. classics, The classics, the classic reality show things. They apparently inflated their own wealth to take out huge loans to the tune of thirty million million, one of the loan was. And this intern who helped inflate their resources that they had that were non-existent has come forward and now they have been convicted by a judge. Todd and Julie are finally speaking out. Todd and Julie recently talked about it on their podcast and they said, I know you want to know every detail that's going on in our life right now. But you have to understand that there are things that we are not allowed to talk about. Now they went on to talk about how they are trusting God and relying on their faith, which is great and sounds like something that they definitely need right now. Right, he'll keep you out of jail. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's worth a shot. Um, (laughs) Ask him for a few $10 million. But it was wild to see that they first spoke out about this and they didn't, you know, I know they can't say anything because it's a legal case, but there wasn't like a truth will come out tidbit we've seen a lot of celebrity apologies especially when they're sort of accused of stealing massive amounts of money and if they think they're innocent there's some cues and none of those cues were in the statement
0: Yeah, they're kind of, you know, their defense this whole time has been that this former employee like wanted revenge for being fired and is just like a vengeful Mm. person and went to the FBI for attention and for to get revenge on Todd and Julie um, and make stuff up. So that's kind of the defense that they've been going with. And now they just have to wait until October Mm -hmm. when they will be sentenced to put up to 30 years Mm. in jail. I don't (sighs) think they're gonna get 30 years, years, but I think they're gonna get time because as I learned from Miss Lori Laughlin, when money laundering is in your charges they usually like some prison time in there. And wiring
1: bank fraud is the one that really turns yeah, it out. They
0: hate wire fraud. I don't, right. don't know why. I don't even know what they that hate means, it. but they don't like it. The, it's
1: when you send it, like, through a bank's, right. you know, secured system. Oh, like
0: when I got my fake ID from China when I was 18. Oh, oh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> FBI, please come
1: arrest her. She was a baby girl back then.
0: That's <laughs> 7-Eleven Western Union, am I right? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly like that though. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. These two, the, the show comes back soon but I think it's they're not going to address it because I don't know if you ever no. watched Chris Knows best but it's very silly it's not quite even as dumb as the Kardashians episodes can be when there's usually something big happening they will take it on head on unless it's World. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah so I don't think we're going to see much of Todd and Julie but they're allegedly going to be doing this podcast every week Probably saying nothing that we can even get out of because
1: they're not allowed to. Right. They're not allowed to. Their lawyers, like, you can't say anything. Don't incriminate yourself. They are going for appeal. Right. So, this is all still, I mean, it's alleged, but they're convicted. But they're going back to appeal. So, it's a a light alleged. Right. But they were found guilty.
0: Slightly alleged. Slightly alleged at this point. I mean, if it's good enough for the the FBI and the judge, it's usually good enough (laughs) for me.
1: Well, so they definitely stole that money. We are reporting here live. (laughs) No, it's just wild. And it's just such a tale as old as. As, you know, this country where yeah. we have the inflated since wealth, stealing the reality show people, wanting to portray a life that they did not have access to, right. but wanted their bank account to give them those things. So tune into to Tristly Knows Best to watch them <laughs> skirt around yeah. the issues all season long. Exactly. Huh. Well, that is all of the news we have for today. God, we really tore everyone from across the pond to this country. I love when we can just playfully banter at these rich, pretty people. Right. It is very fun. Vulnerable. Stars
0: are just like us. You know, they they, really are. I've heard
1: that somewhere. Mm-hmm. They are just like us, just with more money and access. And sometimes the money's not there and you go to jail for 30 years. <laughs> we will see. Well, thank you to Gwen and Sarah for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And guys, I know we just said it, but let's do it one more time. Because celebrities... They're just just like us. us. Yes, they are. Thank you guys for (laughs) watching. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.